This is the one-minute how-to. Item 291, how to hang laundry. Hello, everyone. This is George, your host. On this show, we've got Charles Hodgson, and he's going to explain to us how to hang laundry. Charles, can you first tell us a little something about yourself? Yeah, I can. I'm a podcaster and an author, and that means I'm uh, sort of a stay-at-home dad, and that's why I'm able to hang laundry, which is where I get all this expertise that I'm going to share with you. So I'll just expand on that a little bit. My podcast is Predictionary. It's about the words that we use every day and what the histories are. And I've got a couple of books out and another one in the works also about word histories. One was about the words we use for our bodies. One was about the history of the English language. And I'll keep the, the newest one under wraps until it actually gets closer to being reality. Okay, Charles, would you like to set things up for us first? I'll start by saying, why would anybody hang laundry? It saves money and energy, and the sun is free, so that's really why I do it. Certainly, dryers wear out your clothes faster. That's what all the lint is about in your lint catcher. So what do you need to hang laundry? You obviously need a clothesline and clothes pegs. That's about it. You mentioned earlier, George, that you found it sometimes hard to get clothes pegs. But my contention is that they do sell them. And if anybody's selling them, that means somebody's buying them. So stores don't usually keep things in stock or offer them for sale if they don't expect them to sell. So people are doing it. Okay, Charles, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. All right. A long clothesline is better than one of those umbrella kind because more air and sunshine can get to it. But the umbrella one is good for tight spaces if you don't have room for a long line. But just make sure when you're hanging things, don't crowd the laundry together because it still needs that air and light to get in there to help it dry. Don't skimp on cheap pegs. The pegs are not very expensive anyway. There's some really good ones I've seen where the wire spring actually captures the wooden part of the peg in an expanded loop, and I think those are really good. I like the wood ones better than the plastic ones, but I was thinking that some of the plastic ones are quite good as well. You can save space on your clothesline and clothespins too by when you secure the near end of whatever you're hanging out to the far end of the next piece you're putting on. So you use only basically one peg per piece, even though every piece of laundry is hung from two points. And for heavy things like a wet towel, you can lap the corner of the towel clockwise and the next one counterclockwise. So they basically drag against each other and they're less unlikely to undo the pin. Needless to say, I guess the weather can be a factor in all this. You should think about the weather because obviously if it's raining, that's not going to dry very well. And so if the weather looks like it's good today, do your laundry early in the day so you have time to hang it out and get dry before uh, it gets dark. I'm up in Canada, and in the winter, the air is very dry because all the moisture is frozen out of the air. When you're doing it in the basement, you don't have to worry about clothespin because really there's no wind to blow it off the line. You can just loop it over the line. Any idea how much one can save doing this? I've been doing it for about 20 years, and I took a quick look at the web looking for how much people spend drying their laundry, and I saw one figure which was $2.50 a week, which seems pretty conservative to me. I think that people who go to laundromats spend much more than that. But even at $2.50 a week, I figure that in the time I've been doing this, I've saved around $3,000. That's amazing. I didn't even think about the fact that dryers will wear out your clothes a lot faster than just simply hanging them outside. And I would imagine that if you're the sort of person who ends up spending a little bit of extra money for some nicer clothes, then you can definitely make those clothes go a whole lot further. Well, if you'd like to get new fashionable clothes, then I don't suppose it matters quite as much. 
But since I'm one of those guys who just wears things until they're basically falling apart, uh, it's fine with me. They last longer. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm fairly similar. I still wear my uh, Frank Zappa at the Stanley Theater 1976 t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charles, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Not much. I'll just repeat maybe the title of my books. The first one is about the words we use for our bodies. It's called Carnal Knowledge. Everyone seems to think that's a dirty book, but it's not. It's about word histories of body words. And the other one is an audio book, which is available on iTunes as well as audible.com and CD as well. And it's called Global Wording, the fascinating story of the evolution of English. And I'll be sure to have links for these on the one minutehowtocom show notes. Okay, great. Okay, Charles, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you, George. 